Millennium Home is a space where we can all engage about self-love, self-worth, relationships, trauma and healing. I hope that you enjoy your stay and I am your host, Tando. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Honey I'm Home. On today's episode, I am discussing male best friends. What are the pros and what are the cons? Today I'm joined by Ulonwabo and we will be dissecting this topic. Hello Ulonwabo, how are you? Hello Tando and thank you for introducing me. I hope the listeners are having a beautiful morning. Um, I hope they already subscribed and rated Honey I'm Home. Because, of course. Um, yes. I am, I'm good though. Thanks for asking. How are you this morning? I'm really okay. It's just raining and you know how it is. Sunday morning is raining. All you want to do is sleep. But, you know, we got to bring it for the people. We're doing it for the people. Um, but before I move on, can you do like an introduction? Who are you? What do you do? And then we can take it from there. Okay. So my name is Lonwabo. Um, this was the name my mother blessed me with. I'm a political science student at the University of Cape Town. I'm a brother, son, and friend, as well as a black feminist, man trying to navigate what exactly it means to be a man in the climate of this country. I wouldn't say I have organized any mass gatherings, um, but I'm a simple being that understands and wills to fight injustice when called upon. That sounds really, 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 really great. And because I'm your friend, I know that you are very like active and you were like, oh, I didn't organize any mass gatherings. But I mean, your participation in things that matter doesn't go unnoticed. But just for the background of our topic, we were talking about male best friends and how do partners feel about their partners having male best friends. In the second part of this episode, we'll be talking about female best friends. And we're just looking at the male best friend through the gaze of a male best friend so this also applies to you know guy on guy relationships and woman on man relationships i just want to know what are the pros and what are the cons so having a best friend of a different gender does sometimes help us in our understanding of you know our platonic and romantic counterparts so where did the hatred towards male best friends stem from um I would I, I would like to use the word dislike. I'm not somebody who likes using the word hate. It's very powerful. Um, but I would say it stems from one of three places. Um, social media, stigma, and possibly lived experience. Social media plays a crucial role in educating us. But sometimes this might be destructive because platforms like Twitter will have you thinking your partner and their male best friend are engaging in intimate relations behind your back. Um, the stigma of having a male best friend has always been around since the dawn of time. We've all heard the notion that men and women can't just be friends. Um, like, it's it's not the case. Um, lastly, lived experience uh, speaks to exactly that, that you have been in a situation where male best friends are interfering with your private relationship with your partner. So have have you been in a situation where your partner had a male best friend or you are the male best friend. Have you had any like lived experience from that? I I have. I have been uh, the partner with not necessarily male best friends, but female best friends. I mean, that is the second part of this podcast. So, okay, so you... you've been a male best friend um, when you were in a relationship. Let's put it like that. 
Um, I have been a male best friend when I was in a relationship. Okay. Yes. And how did that pan out? What went wrong? What went right? If there was anything that went right. Um, what went wrong? Yeah, I would definitely say trust issues. Um, the person wasn't understanding of the types of relationships I would have with people outside of the relationship. And I would try to explain to the person that, yo, listen, um, uh, one thing that's very important is that friendships um, have been there before the relationship had even began. Um, so I, don't, I didn't at that time necessarily see why it would affect the person in the way that it did. But I have come to understand since that there's a lot of things that play into a person's view of um, past or male, male, I would say male best friends and female best friends. So in that case, would you be okay with your partner having a male best friend? 100%, 100%. I don't mind it at all. I don't like the idea of limiting to limiting yourself to just a specific gender. I'm like, no, I'm going to have solely male best friends if I am a man or uh, solely female best friends or, sorry, women best friends if I am a woman. Um, because I, I, I think there comes different perspectives that come with different um, genders at play. You know, there are things that yeah. I have come to learn um, from my female best friends. Um than just having, you know, my male counterparts um, just speak or try to speak sense into me. Um, I feel like another thing is that guys have a, a, a fairly narrow understanding of how women think or feel. Guys are very methodical. They're very rigid. Um, there's another thing I would like to think of is that um, emotional intelligence is not a prevalent thing amongst guys. And that's not to say that you are dumb, but it's to, to say that you don't necessarily understand the words and actions and how they could affect um, the person that you are with in that particular moment, especially in heated situations like arguments. You know, you'd want mm -hmm. somebody to be... Um, not just a dominant voice in an argument to prove that they're right, but you'd want somebody to be understanding and nurturing. Um, I like to think that in my relationships, I don't like to have arguments. I prefer having conversations and conversations are a better way of resolving conflict in a relationship. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I think the one thing about guys not actually wanting their partners to have a guy best friend is because they understand that sometimes they are also in very tricky situations and they fail to understand that not every guy is like that. Mm. Not every guy is going to look at their woman counterpart as mm. someone who they can have a sexual relationship with, you know. Um, so definitely it's a context-specific thing and it's a person-specific thing. So every, different per every person has um, a different outlook on the next person how they want to treat the next person their relation with the next mm. person i for one might say that it's okay for my partner to have a woman a best friend but i have to take into consideration their relationship so have were they exes before or were they just lifelong friends or childhood friends and that's why you have to evaluate all of the relationships. Sometimes, yes, you have the right to be 
insecure about the connection. You have the right to be unhappy about the union because they were, you know, something before it didn't work out and they chose, okay, fine, we will just be best friends, you know? And also how do they engage now? Are they still very affectionate towards each other? Do they send each other pictures every single day? Pictures that are, you know, sometimes only meant to be seen by me and stuff like that. So definitely having to just point out the line of the relationship, what you feel about it. And also I think communicating with your partner and your partner reassuring you and affirming you that there's actually nothing going on. It's a lot better that way than when your partner instills fear in you by how they engage with the person. So if you do see your partner engaging with this person in a manner in which raises questions, then obviously you're going to be insecure about that relationship. And most of the time, anger builds up to a point where you just hate your partner's having friends of a different gender completely because of the experience you've had so do you think that having a close relationships with people of the opposite gender does affect how we think um and our relationships and intimacy because as a woman naturally we're very soft and we're very caring but when i have guy friends and i realize how they think and how they speak about women do you think I tend to adopt that mentality that they have? I think this is the important part of a relationship, having a best friend of the opposite gender, because there are some things that you might not be clued up on. For example, in high school, I used to spend most of my time after school hanging around with my girlfriends. Um, and I learned a lot specifically how to navigate things like periods and what to do and how to make my my partner feel comfortable this goes for intimacy as well without um, those girlfriends I wouldn't know or have known things like the five love languages and what each mean to each other and how to navigate that in the case of a relationship you know what I'm saying yeah yeah that's that's that actually makes a lot of sense because now that I think about it, there are things that I didn't know about my partners that I would, for example, ask you like, yo, dude, listen, this is what I'm going through. I don't know how to navigate this. What yeah, do you think yeah. I should do? Right. And mm -hmm. also there are some things that you might not be comfortable talking to your partner about mm -hmm. and you talk to your friends about it. And sometimes your girlfriends also um, might not know because like we don't understand guys like that that we think we do but we don't really understand them as much as another guy would understand them so I really do think they play a crucial role in our understanding but in terms of changing my perspective as to how I view love and the world it's also very tricky because it's this idea that you know when you spend a lot of times with a lot of time with men you feel as though none of them are genuine because as a friend, obviously, you are bound to tell me about all the things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And so I'll think to myself, so is this what every single guy does? And then I start to think, you know, all the guys are different, but I just think everyone needs to formulate their own opinion and their own perspective and not just ride the wave, especially on social media, because men will just tweet whatever they want to tweet just mm -hmm. as much as um women will tweet whatever they want like in daughter must do this in daughter must not do that mm -hmm. if you follow that very closely you lose yourself and you exist in a vacuum where you can't 
formulate your own opinions and you're literally living in a simulation because this person says this and you believe it and you follow it but with that being said do you ever feel hurt when some of your woman friends enter relationships and they step back from being your friend so there's no communication anymore you guys don't call each other anymore you guys don't you know engage in frequent conversations as much as you guys used to do because they are now in a relationship I actually don't mind at all. I think it's actually quite a natural step um, because ultimately when you are in a relationship, you're trying to form a best friend relationship with your partner. Um, You don't want to leave your partner on the periphery of your relationship. Um, And as uh, like you mentioned earlier on, there are some things that you might not feel comfortable speaking with your partner and that's totally fine if you want to engage with your your friend on the matter like how you you know you'd come to me and tell me oh dude this is what's happening in my life um can you advise me on this specific thing and i'd advise you but the most important thing that you should always remember and in helping include your partner in all of this is at the end of the whole discussion you should orient your partner as to what happened like tell them the feelings that you had been going through what exactly was the thought process you don't want your partner to see your male best friend or as 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 somebody who you always run to with your problems no i think it's also very important and this is something i learned in a relationship where not everything can be solved by the partner that you are with you know um i i think it's very crude to think of it this way but you know sometimes your partner might be the problem and it doesn't necessarily help the problem if you are confronting the problem 24 7 365 you need time Mm. to recharge refresh your batteries you know that's why i keep saying getting a different perspective out of different people in different spaces might actually contribute positively to your relationships you know um so i i I 100% don't feel hurt when my woman friends step back in terms of the amount of time we spend together um, because I would want you to then form that bond um, with your partner. Uh, If you do feel comfortable, like, you know, go ahead, share with me. By any means necessary, I will try to be available for you. Um, But I will always try at the end of it all. I'm like, okay, you have to relate this to your partner because at the end of the day, you're trying to build a bond that lasts years. I think one of the most detrimental things um, we think of in the youth is like, you know, I'm here for the now and not for the for the long term. And that 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 can be potentially toxic in a relationship sense because you don't know the other person's um, insight of you. You know, this person could see you as their one forever. And yeah, I know the reality of the the situation might be like, you know, what, not all relationships last forever. But what kind of mentality um, is is that when you're stepping into something that should be loving? Um, fruitful and and always keep you warm in, in like you know times like these when it's winter times or you just want to snuggle up with someone you know what i'm saying you don't want to have those negative thoughts of like you know this might not be a forever thing this is just a temporary situation no you want to build a life with this person yes it might not end up that way but that doesn't say you should limit giving your all and it's very painful that's a very painful aspect of a relationship to consider that you have to give everything and and your energy you know you can't just 
say, oh, no, because I have been hurt in the past by so-and-so, I'm going to hold back in such an aspect or in such an aspect. That person is gone from your life. They are not they're not here to mold and shape the decisions that you make in this current relationship. Yes, these people might have the same aspects in that, you know, they might speak the same way, they might look the same, but they are not intrinsically the same person. And it's very key that you navigate around that as well. Um, there was also something I wanted to, to say earlier on, and it was um, centered around how you would try and include your partner in the types of friendships that you have. Um, and I think the best way to navigate this is you need to have your partner experience the type of relationship you have with your best friends as well. It doesn't help anyone um, when your partner only sees, you know, your telephonic interactions with someone, like how you said earlier on, where they see your, your tweets and, you know, they think, oh, wow, this person is flirting and that's not going to help them. I would like to say orient them to your surroundings, the spaces that you have been in with these people. You know, let the other person, not necessarily you speak about the best friend, let the best friend speak about you. You know, there are certain things that uh, and certain ways that people speak about you that will key in and try to, you know, imply a sort of relationship and the type of way they see you you know what i'm saying there are certain words and certain i would say movements towards you physically um that a person might you know see as oh no this is a very intimate um setup these people might be um seeing each other on the side or you know alternatively they would come to the light and say oh actually there's actually nothing to worry about this person is wholesome for my person they make me happy and that's another thing that that is very important you or your your partner's male best friend making them happy shouldn't be something that triggers an insecurity in yourself you know these people have been there without your gaze and they haven't they haven't you know done anything out outwardly wrong i would say to yeah. try hamper and hinder your relationship when they are by themselves um, so I don't necessarily think, you know, that you, uh, a person's mentality of like, yeah, no, long to fun to am at all times was going to help the situation as well. Yeah. Okay. So I have three things that I want to, um, just say based off what you said. So the first one is boundaries. So creating boundaries, both in the relationship and in the friendship. So, Obviously, your friend also needs to know when can I text you? When can I call you? What will be the line of our conversations now that you are in a relationship so that I respect your partner? Same with your partner, respecting your friendships, right? The second one is about, um, you know, introduction of your partner to your friends. I think for me, I've grown to be a person who I actually don't want my friendships and relationships to ever integrate because I've had terrible experiences whereby my friendships and my relationships were, you know, just one big circle now. Everyone was, you know, acquainted with each other and we're always together. And when the relationship failed, everything else failed. So I think, yes, my partner knowing my friends is key. They can, you know, um, video call. Whenever I'm on a video call, they can like, oh, this is my friend. Um, they can know about my friends. But in terms of integration, I think that is 
something that you need to decide on personally and I've never seen it work for me so I think yes knowing my friends is is great but I'm just not sure about integration of friendships um and then the last one is communicating with your partner and also communicating with your friends because if my partner knows where he stands with me then there shouldn't be any fear surrounding other people that I'm with and you know my partner should be comforted by the fact that even when I'm not texting them back I am thinking about them I am still faithful I am still loyal because of the foundation that we have built before so if you install insecurities in your partner then you shouldn't question their movements or their behavior if they're calling you every second if they want to macromanage your moves so it's boundaries integration of friendships and um, communication with your partner so lastly you know how our parents it's very rare i have never seen my mother have a male counterpart you know at home or they go to a restaurant anything like that so i think it's safe to say that my mother does not necessarily have a male best friend nor does my father all right so do you think that as we grow older there's less of a need to have friends of a different gender or once you even settle in a relationship because then you find that best friend in your partner um in as much as i think that our parents have less friends of the opposite gender um because of the settled relationships there and this is specifically speaking to those that have both sets of parents i think that it's also a matter of that they have mastered the art of understanding the type of relationships someone might want to have with them you know um always you always have to remember that you want to surround yourself with people that contribute towards your growth um there's no use in having friendships that weigh that growth down you don't want to spark up friendships and you know you can see especially I would say for our parents' sake, you know, workplace relationships, there might be somebody who's overtly flirting with them at work. That's not something, you know, you'd want to sustain because that is going to hinder the progress that you might have in the relationship of your own, with your own partner and stuff. So I I definitely understand that it, it comes with you finding your best friend in a relationship over time, but as well as maintaining that that sort of relationship and privacy with your partner than exposing it to i don't know like i would say outside forces that may want to just tear things apart not everybody in this world wants to see you prosper everybody has um selfish demands and they you know it's 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 i would say selfish and lustful um they they just want you for the person that you know, you portray not necessarily the person that you might be. They don't want to take the time to understand you and stuff. Um, I, for one, my parents, they, I do see my, my mom and dad. They still do have a few male and, and female friends, respectively. And that's because, like I said, it's things that sustain them throughout the period of time. These are genuine friendships, friendships that have actually molded away from being a, a, a friend into somebody they consider as family. Because I grew up um, with people coming over to my house and I used to think these are my aunts and uncles, only to find out that no, 
this is my mom's friend or my dad's friend and things like that over the long period of time they they are absolutely phenomenal to experience because that then generates a whole new set of family values outside an actual family structure if that makes sense okay so it's safe for us to say that what works for one person might not work for the next person 100%, 100%. so it's very key to understand yourself your love languages what you want what you won't be able to put up with and what your partner wants as well that's why i always emphasize know your person it is no use taking advice from twitter or it's no use taking advice from those around you about this is how you should have reacted if you know your partner you will cater to your partner and that is all for today but before i close off do you have any last words any advice any jokes whatever um, with my people no no jokes knock knock i'm joking um, <laughs> but i do have a quote that i would like to end off with um just because something doesn't last it doesn't mean its worth is diminished. Unfortunately, not all friendships are meant to last a lifetime, Tando. Um, mm. But the lessons they teach you are worth an eternity because they won't necessarily help you in just this instance. But years from now, you might look back and say, oh, no, man, I've seen this. I've, I've, I've experienced this. I have heard from it from somebody else. You know, you want to take that and continue growing you forever learning each and every day and that knowledge isn't something you should throw away you know what i'm saying so that is all from myself thank you for having me on your podcast it's not a problem i think i might want to you know dissect what you just said but i oh. don't know if i have enough time but let me go for it quickly sure. i think for me the hardest thing was you know being okay with the idea that people come into my life to teach me a lesson because some of the lessons I don't think made sense in that time so I struggled a lot with accepting the fact that people come into my life to you know teach me a lesson or to offer me some valuable insight as to how to navigate life because some of the lessons that I learned I think I could have learned in times where I was happy or in times where I was at peace and not necessarily at a time when my life was just going down a dark hole and times where now I don't even speak to the people anymore. I don't even want to engage with the people anymore. There's so much anger that was built up that I had to, you know, release and unlearn a lot of the behaviors that I had adopted as a result of engaging with those people. So for the longest time, I didn't resonate with that because why do we have to suffer for us to learn a lesson and I don't like glamorizing struggle but it's very important what you said because now I, I understand that yes someone will come into my life and teach me a lesson but you only realize it so much later like in that time where you are going through that pain and that hurt all you want to do is just scream and dig a hole for yourself and just bury yourself and if you don't know how to respond or react or if you don't have any like defense mechanisms in place, it really becomes a dark time in your life. So maybe I should speak on, you know, 
our responses in a different episode but um that is all from me for today thank you so much if you got to the end of this episode i appreciate you i also really appreciate the messages that you guys sent me the tweets and the reviews that you do leave on my platform if you're so kind to do so please do leave me a five star rating i will see you guys in a different episode part two of this episode titled through the gaze of a female best friend do take care of yourself and all the best for this week goodbye goodbye